recently remembered that Chris Rock had a song. Y'all remember his song? No sex in the champagne room. No sex in the champagne room. Said it's absolutely, positively, no sex in the champagne room. Sat down, down. Can't get none in the champagne room. You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga blessed. Welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Doom Patrol Season 1, Episode 10, entitled Hair Patrol. This episode was directed by Sally Richardson Whitfield. Hey, Black Sisters in the House. She's an actress most known for Low Down Dirty Shame. She also directed a few episodes of Scandal in Chicago Med. This episode was written by Eric Dietl, premiered April 19th of 2019. I wanted to like this episode, but I did not. I gave it a 6 out of 10. I found the absolute absurdity of Beard Hunter comical. However, at times it was disgusting, slightly overdone. Although it was far more entertaining than whatever Niles Calder's backstory is, which I'm sure is important. I know Shy was probably like, okay, well, this moves the plot forward just a bit. However, it was an absolute snooze fest. Let's get into this recap. We start in Northern Yukon Territory, 1913. What are these motherfuckers immortal or something? Because ain't no way that they looking so pristine being so fucking ancient december 4th we are hearing the journal of niles calder he is working for the bureau of oddities under washington and he is with a friend named alistair they call themselves explorers not hunters although one is packing regarding some creature that is known in these parts for killing those that are hunters and that is what his rationale is and i cannot help but think this is a dumb rationale niles is saved from an ordinary wolf by said alistair he runs away falls down a snowbank and breaks his leg before pleading for his life before a giant what do you want to call this reindeer creature man sure whatever west seneca New York, 2019. (laughs) Mrs. Franklin is telling her lazy ass, overweight son, Ernest, to get off said ass, get to the store to buy some lean cuisines. It doesn't matter if you need it or not. It's what you clearly should be eating. And some scratchers, because we need to have that. You know, ain't no old lady talking about go to the store for me and don't get my scratchers. He is clearly mentally stunted as he tries the Stewie route to get out of it. Mom! 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 Mommy! Mommy! Mama! 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 It could have just been the day today, but this was funny because he was the living in the stereotype of living in my mom's basement. he's got beard pictures on the wall but also his baby pictures like why why do you need pictures of yourself as a child on the wall 
He's like, I am doing a hobby. It's called watching TV. <laughs> She's like, we have had this conversation so many times. I loved it. Him and the mom were the funniest bit. Then he goes to the store and gets sexually aroused by an old man's beard. <laughs> I was wondering if he is into beards why doesn't he not have one and i'm glad they answered that question in this episode because having a hair beard fetish is such a unique i guess it's not hair beard it's just beard fetish is a very unique thing and that old man because he could tell that he <laughs> say camp peaches are an owl five old timer i'm ready for you now brad isn't it obvious I'm so ready. Ain't nobody taught him proper <laughs> how to interact with adult people. Because he has no shame in his game pointing out that preparation H is for him. And we are finally introduced to a modern, less mustache twirling representation of the Barrel of Normacy. An agent, a female one, is the cashier has a few other agents um surround him he's like what the fuck is who the fuck are you and she explains that they need to recruit him in locating now's calder because agent darren jones have disappeared so beard hunter is activated i was tired y'all i was i was so weak i'm like what the fuck am i watching today i could have followed this more but then we started with these damn flashbacks in the past niles wakes up in a cave crawls to escape and is recaptured by a phantomly like creature then we move to beard hunter slow-mo into mapleton which was so extra for no reason <laughs> and he finds the poster that jane had put up in the most annoying conversation ever back at the residence oh why did they give them the worst type of verbal dialogue sometimes because Vic, we don't know this thing we can't trust this what the fuck you mean what are you doing to help the situation because clearly standing there and saying things that help nothing is exactly why Vic looked at you like. If you had a business that you were passionate about, then you would know what it takes to run a business, but you don't. So you don't even act like you know what I'm case. talking about. However, when he said what he said, which I agree with, like, um, clearly they've gotten the situation under control. We don't know what the fuck is going on, but do we need to understand? Because we don't know what the fuck is also going on with Jane. So let's let them do that and we gonna do something else we gonna handle work and i like the fact that because at first i was like oh why do we need to eat up screen time by reusing the same footage we could have got cut all the shit we already seen that this was during the exact same time that cliff was in jane's brain like this these events coincided of last episode i did not need to see all of last episode <laughs> and that dialogue to get that point 
flashback once oh what was my point of i needed them to walk away from the room at that point not turn around and go back to staring at jane that was a terrible directional move flashback once again miles is cold and tries to get a fur blanket instead of scooting his ass closer to the fire like we used to do back in the day before we made animal skins because we realized the fire does not fucking completely get you cold and i guess that made her mad so she decided to whip on his ass as he begs for mercy and then puts out the fire like well now you're gonna freeze to death i'm not understanding why she was mad that he wanted a blanket rita is dubiously um repeating exposition once again about danny street but i will give it to him this time because she wasn't there and we didn't see her actually be updated so sure she needs to process that danny street is an actual street i don't know when you're a uh, when you're a blob that you can look skeptical at what other people identify as the fact that she was like oh this is a place for gay people and he was like well no it's for all different people i'm like can you not be that type of person does prove to be useful because she used to read this comic as a girl and she realizes that the hunk of the comic is missing like he walked out of the page and i'm guessing that's exactly what happened beard hunter is on the premises then swoops out now's hair from the sink and eats it back to these boring ass flashbacks niles is going to take the creature back per his journal but verbally he's wondering if he's been captured as a plaything and a prisoner and he's never going to be able to go back to the modern world and he's being judged for being a part of the modern world and i don't care that she's supposed to be native they fucking cooked their fish they didn't eat that shit raw i don't understand why she was acting as if being in touch with nature ain't got nothing to do with the fact that you need to digest your meat and she wasn't eating that shit like sushi either making some nice rolls that's a modern day shit they cooked them fish clearly i have some feelings about that he then decides to rebel and prove despite eating a raw piece of fish as if he were indeed an animal he's gonna visit the corpse that haven't been properly buried and bury them with his hands <laughs> and she come out like i don't understand what this white man is saying but he feels very passionate about it so sure he's like it's the christian thing to do what really we gonna go there <laughs> because one this is just a fun fact i think it's interesting that until very very recently pretty much in christianity a lot of tribes would like they believe that the dead is not meaning that the family member isn't there with them so yeah they would bury the body underneath their their fire pit which is their hearth and then a month or so later when it's decomposed they would take off the skull and it would be reintegrating them back into the family so they didn't believe in all this um the whole idea of it's the christian thing to do like that what does that even mean <laughs> so i'm not even sure if i made sense right there 
I'm just going to be real honest. My sister and I got pretty toasted tonight. And then while I was recording, just some background information, (laughs) some behind the scenes for this particular podcast, my computer kept restarting on some kind of fucking update because I didn't shut it off for like a week. So my bad. I respected the fact that it was pissed off at me and delayed me recording this. But during that delay time, I also continue to get toasted. So if I run off on some side tangent in this or the next podcast that I'm recording, which is Blythe Manor, uh, that's that's why. Anyhow, she decides, well, fine, come on, we're going to drag these bodies out here to this ancient burial site looking like it's a Stonehenge in a mini version. And he realizes that she's basically from or part of this ancient tribe and in all the eras she's the only person that survived as if she's immortal and i was like oh okay so immortality is what we find out in the end dr nobody is after so yeah she's also one with the creature and has it appear he's like i understood nothing at all i was like what is this story i don't care it at at all i didn't want to say the same word again but i didn't know how to not be repetitive in that moment beard hunter wakes to rita and vic staring over him He does not need prompting at all to tell the whole story. Yep. Barrel of Normacy recruited me to find Niles Calder. I know where he is. I am going to outsmart you in this transaction that we about to have. But Vic is very caught up on the words consumed his essence. Ernest gets turned on by his chinny chin chin hairs. And when I tell you I laughed so hard when he said, you better back that ass up. (laughs) He had so much in his face. He felt that with his whole soul. Like, nah, motherfucker. You better stop staring at my damn chin like that. And then they had the zoom up of his eyes. I mean, it's such a well done. And then the actor just, he embraced just how disgusting this really is. But this is the second person calling Miles out on not being shit and not who he keeps presenting himself, a false god. That's his special power, though, tracking people via their beard across space and time. Ernest then gets super horny all over Vic's hair follicle being left behind. And he then sniffs said hair follicle. Flashback once again. Man falls in love with Cavewoman after she saves his life and goes native. Back in the present, Rita is told by Vic that they should let the creepy hair guy go. And he's like, or no, yeah, he's telling her that. And we can track him with a doohickey. Girl, 
You've been living in 2019. Like you've lived through the decades. You don't need to keep speaking as if you don't know what technology is. You use a smartphone, do you not? Yeah, you may like watching your own movies, but you still watch them on a television that is in the time period passing which you were born. Get it together. Rita continues to be the worst character and I wish they would stop giving her some of the traits and let her be just someone who can do shit. Because I'm not liking the accent whatsoever, the darkness of her voice. I'm not going to like this character. Like they're going to have to do so much work for me to like this character. I don't hate her, but she's not someone I enjoy seeing on screen. She doesn't bring much for me. At first, I really didn't know what he was talking about when Cyborg came back and he's like, oh, there's something wrong with you. I'm like, ain't nothing wrong with him. Oh, there is something wrong with him and I haven't been picking up on it. Apparently, his system just does what it wants, when it wants, when it feels as if it is being threatened because he starts egging Cyborg on into this really cool slow-mo fight. And it was funny until Grid was like, bitch. We tired of playing with your ass, nigga. Today your ass is gonna die, bitch. Say goodnight, motherfucker. He also says some interesting thing because he's like, you and, si- you and Victor are, or you and Niles, I should say, are not the best of people, so on and so forth. I think if something happened for Victor, he had no choice in whatever was going on what lies his father told what is really behind his story he had what i don't know what the fuck is going on with his system but apparently it has a mind of its own and it will eliminate the threat if necessary and by eliminate i mean permadeath (laughs) and apparently that's not something the team does and i'm not sure why or at least i guess for him it's not something cyborg does because vic left a lot of dead bodies if you step to this, you get in eliminated, period. That's how I like my superheroes. <laughs> I need to watch Brightburn. I've still not watched that movie. I just realized that. And there's like a lot of movies that I was looking at my list and I was like, damn, I've been out of the movie loop for a minute. Rita yelling at Victor saying, do something. Shut your bubblegum, dumb, dumb looking ass the fuck up. I will say the last scene with Beard Hunter was not the strongest material that he was given, even though I did chuckle when he walked past the craziness in the other room. Like, yeah, y'all are fucking weird. That's funny when weirdos look at other people that are equally weird and be like, yeah, well, at least I'm not that. (laughs) Because they be trying to throw out judgment sometimes like they aren't what they are. Y'all all all fucked up in different ways. One is an actual brain on the ground. Humble yourself. The other is, as Shia pointed out, crispy as a motherfucker. And then you got Rita, who is quite honestly just a flob. Like, who can manifest herself, but never does. Like, because in this fight between Victor and Rita, when she kept saying, Do something, stupid Victor. You just have to control. Like, seriously. How about you use your power that you have and subdue the person that has intruded into your home? Because last time I checked, you live here. I'm just visiting. The disrespect in this house is off the charts. Then 
his cannon goes off uh and she finally do something by pushing his hand i don't know why you couldn't victor grid do this i'll shut it down i give it the nickname eleanor you know get that thing under control and then later they have a nicer conversation in which she's like and i knew she pointed uh put the doohickey on the tracking chip on him when she touched him because there's no reason why anyone would put their hands on beard hunter then he admits that yeah there is something going on with me but i don't want to tell everybody because then everyone will think that the prophecy is coming true and i'm going to be the murderer of you all and we need to find the chief she's like we need you no we need the chief (laughs) no apparently they do need him now and you would think they will remember that when they start questioning his orders let's do this well i don't think shut the fuck up am i the captain or am i not the captain you can't keep telling me that i'm in charge and then every time i tell you to do something you're giving me lit anyhow they decide to keep this a secret because why not secrets (laughs) this is not star lab so apparently secrets won't do anything wrong and since everybody happens to have things that are just they own things even though they're a family which i guess i respect like y'all grown-ass adults however you are putting everyone else's safety like it's different and they tried to correlate it too that's not my story to tell and then vic and rita looked at each other like okay yeah we got our secret too and i'm like no that's way different what went on on her psyche versus what is a threat to the house are two separate things but yeah it was a moment for them just to hold hands and be closer and at least rita was not completely useless now i thought the episode was over i was kind of mad that there was five minutes to go <laughs> this was this show reminds me of misfits just weird ass shit popping up and i'm fine with that actually that's a good correlation to this but just like with that show every episode did not hit and they were not all good ones sometimes they were middle and then you had these wonderful ones so i i I can roll with that however this was definitely like i want it over niles goes back to the bureau of now normalcy so what the oddities one there's more like getting to know creatures or collecting creatures and then now yeah he just basically worked for the enemy apparently everybody worked for the enemy because i'm pretty sure larry worked for them too and then yeah even now the the agent Derek jones being gone he didn't work for them till they all work for him then they turn then he says that there are no monsters just me going native in the wild and now that has resolved me and ain't nobody asked questions because he's a white man and this is 1913 he also murdered his friend Alistair, the man that saved his life because he clearly was after the monster and he needed to protect something. So he left his boo for all of those reasons. And then we see Mr. Nobody who we haven't in a while. So I'm glad Chai was happy and he was clapping and it was good to see him come back into the scene because it's about the right time. And he claps. He's been looking through Niles' memories and he wants something. He's getting to the meat of what he is after, why he has kidnapped him. 
it has to do with this girl he says look i will return you home i will protect your band of misfits he's like they're stronger than you think <laughs> he's like oh I, i'm counting on it because why it's not great to put people down that that are already down it's better to put build them up and then and then ruin their life and he says well i will forgo all of that if you tell me where the girl is he says i never will and then we have a moment in which he says well i don't give a fuck what you do to my team or the team i'm not giving you what you want he's like yeah that's the mild niles calder we all know so yeah he used to be an asshole is my guess and that's probably going i mean i i get that's kind of where all these characters are right this is all about redemption about the mistakes of the past or the person you were the bad things you've done reconciling that by trying to do some good where you can yeah i get it it's fine (laughs) but i can tell this is also a lie and then i was still surprised that the episode was going on and we actually saw the beard hunter once again being led into a trap and he's killed and i was like well that's sad and that was the end of the episode let's get into the feedback Now, if you want to join the conversation, you can send an email to blackocouch at gmail.com. You can send that in written form or you can send an audio file. First up tonight, we have Queen Shy. Hey, Christina. It's me, Shy. I am back to discuss another episode of Doom Patrol, episode 10. Had a very, very, very long day. So, um, excuse me if. I struggle through this feedback a little bit. My brain is just not willing to cooperate. I had a lot going on today. And um, yeah, it ended up being a longer day than I anticipated. But I managed to watch the episode and I enjoyed it. It was very interesting, <laughs> to say the least. Um, we finally got Niles back on our screen and Mr. Nobody. So, yeah, some progression in that regard. We got a bit of a backstory on how the Bureau of Normalcy came about, um, which used to be the Bureau of Oddities. And so they went from advocating for those that are seen as not the norm to eliminating them which is very interesting in what three four years so i'm guessing his friend played a part in that you know he went back and talked about what happened and what he saw and that turned the page and how things went from supporting to eliminating but that's just my theory on that yeah this episode had quite a few very gross scenes that oh just i mean i turned away it grossed me out i was oh i was just going ew and oh my gosh first of all 
Niles in the about to take a shit and uh, that was yeah I'm like okay please don't show that thankfully that was cut short and then I'm wondering I know he's an explorer but at the same time you know you're out in the middle of nowhere and you're looking for odd things so I would think that you would at least try to excuse me I had to close my door you know have some type of weapon even I mean I don't understand why you need to be a hunter to have a weapon sorry need to have a weapon to protect yourself so that's um interesting um so yes Niles is with his buddy Alistair and he thinks some wolves killed him so he's running and ends up tumbling in the other gross scene of his broken leg oh my gosh oh <laughs> anyway um of course we see this weird as hell deer wolf thing <laughs> that i'm like okay that we see again a few more times so yeah deer wolf then we're introduced to Freeloading Ernest, aka the Beard Hunter, which you know, for the most of this episode, I'm like, what the hell? Who the hell is this dude? <laughs> what in the world? Do y'all see the pictures of himself um, next to like these fit, good-looking fit? pictures or posters and yeah i'm like i don't this dude is weird but anyway the thing with his mom reminded me of the um big bang theory i don't know if you ever watched that show with uh i forget the dude's name um and his mom you know she's yelling uh from another room with that new york accent i thought that was funny home dude homeboy is like yeah i'm on a keto diet but he's like throwing cocoa puffs in his in his cart and then he's uh i didn't get it he approached the the, the old guy and talking about uh, the can of peaches are in the in aisle five i'm like huh uh okay anyways <laughs> of course the other gross scene uh, oh yeah the preparation h is for me you know i guess he called himself trying to be flirty but came across as creepy as hell so we see that the gang, um, this is taking place um, in parallel to when to the last episode, Jane Patrol. So while Cliff and Larry and um, Jane are occupied with that episode, this is going on in conjunction with Cliff and Rita. Cliff, oh my lord, with Vic and Rita. So that was a very interesting um, way of doing the episode. I kept writing down <clears throat> in regards to the beard hunter, like who the hell is this dude? Especially after we got the next gross scene with him pulling hair out of the sink and eating it. Uh, I again up until. I got a better explanation on who the hell he is. I'm like, oh my gosh, I almost gagged. And that was so fucking gross. 
anyway excuse my french but it was gross i couldn't help it um oh my god Ugh, i'm just thinking about it now i'm getting grossed out so we see that his powers is that he is fascinated fixated on beards and he can get their essence from the beard here and get into their ma- their minds and um find them read them isn't it what he did with Vic um he was able to read his mind and know you know know his memories so I thought that was unique um power that you know I wouldn't have thought dude can have from the very beginning of the episode uh couldn't fathom you know why they were seeking him out the Bureau of Normalcy but yeah he has a very um interesting and unique power there we see Niles um get a backstory on him apparently he fell in love with a primitive woman um from the early 1900s up in Canada I did not see that coming but I thought that was very interesting and very a a unique twist um to that um he ended up wanting to stay but as danger neared he figured that um I'm guessing he figured that it was best to go back to the real world and divert their attention from that area from you know searching for um did they did he ever she ever have a name i don't know if he ever called her by any name um but yeah i thought it was interesting how in the beginning um before he fell in love you know he's like talking about her like a subject like a pet monkey like a subject and then he gets pissed off when she's treating him as such and so which was you know obviously was the irony in that um him being offended by that but he has no qualms with doing that to her that was funny when you know uh old dude beard hunter was looking at Vic and Vic was like you know back your ass up you know like he was not feeling the way old dude was looking at him so he was looking at him yeah, in a very uh, interesting way. And uh, Vic was not trying to hear that. <laughs> but yeah, I guess the word I would use for this feedback is interesting. Because I think I said it like 20 times already. But it was. I mean, I enjoyed the episode. Um, it was unique. Um, there was a lot of things that went on that I wasn't expecting so I enjoy that about the show I mean it keeps me on my toes it keeps me guessing because I definitely would not have thought about what hair patrol was going to be about and what would it entail I wouldn't have guessed that Niles would have been in the wilderness and fallen in love with a primitive woman and yeah wouldn't have theorized any of that so (laughs) I'm gonna keep with that 
Yeah, I'm going to keep with that trend, and uh, I have no theories. I mean, I really don't, and of course, my brain is not, I'm just tired, so um, other than watching this episode, giving my thoughts, I already explained how, yeah, by the time I watch these shows, and you know, and especially if I watch it right before I send feedback, I definitely don't have time to put too much deep thought into it and try to explore what's going on um these last couple of months have been very very uh long in regards to work long hours so my my summer was a bit more chill and I was able to really um put more thought into these episodes and give y'all more thoughtful feedback but yeah I've been on the struggle bus for the last couple of months and yeah so I lean on you ladies to hopefully Mamie is joining Doom Patrol I didn't get a chance to listen to episode 9 yet um which I plan on doing right after this to see how what your thoughts were on that one um and going from there anywho i will leave it at that until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy and that was shy with her thoughts on the episode i'm glad she liked it much more than i did and i figured for those reasons that some of the plot moved along that she would um really great point on point uh on the irony that you pointed out between you know Niles being upset and then for what he had they actually called it Pogan Pogan phobia that is actually like a hair or a beard fetish so I thought it was interesting they turned the a fetish into a superpower and I think I referenced it earlier in the episode like this show reminds me of Misfits I know you have not watched it Mimi has but they would do the same thing in that show like really odd powers that fit like just unique things and situations in this way in this show I should say they're going more the weird wall of weird route way that you can turn superpowers so really good show that eventually I'm going to make us all binge watch together. Even if we've watched it before, it'll be Vicariously Misfits. That'll be after Merlin. There we go. We've made a plan. So with that, let's move on to Queen, uh, Queen Mimi. What up, Stina? It's Mimi. I'm sending in feedback for Doom Patrol. Um, that's This is season one, episode t- 10, I believe. Ooh, child i i tell you i this episode was weird as hell like i i don't even know what to say about it it was just <laughs> a lot of strange peculiar crap and it took like i was really confused some of the time i would say maybe half of the time i i swear like i would be watching and then all of a sudden it would go to that scene that i thought i saw last week and i would be like wait am i on the wrong episode again y'all know i get triggered because this whole first season I saw in a completely different order than y'all the episodes I saw I haven't even seen yet like so they must be at the end I still don't know what what happened with the episodes I saw my imagination did I make them up 
I don't know. But I was so confused. Like, wait, am I on the wrong episode? And I would go back and look at the calendar. Like, no, this is 10. And then it would get to a scene that I hadn't seen before. I was like, okay, this is this is the old one. And then that would go back to a scene from episode 9. And I would get confused again. Like, I was really losing my, losing my mind. And not even going to lie. So let me just... Ugh, I... I will say Rita is annoying. She really gets on my nerve. Um, that man child, the one that lives in his mama basement who eats people's beards, that was the grossest shit I have ever seen in my life. I don't think I'll ever be the same. Like, you know, there's some things in this world that you just can't unsee. That is one of them. And I am disgusted that they would even have the audacity to put that even in a show and who in their right mind would want that kind of superpower he i remember when he's in the grocery store he's seen that old man and he was looking at him like licking his lips i was like ew is he is he coming out of this old man and i just thought he was a perv you know a gay guy who just was a pervert who liked coming on to old men like ugh, like at least wait till they're interested but the real truth was even worse like ew you were getting sexually turned on from the man's beard like thinking about eating it and knowing his secrets like that is so gross oh god oh god this episode just ruined my life i am never gonna be the same again ever seeing this like i feel like <laughs> it really messed my life up it was so nasty oh god oh god okay <laughs> i don't want to talk about that guy anymore I don't understand what's happening with Victor's powers. Like, it seems like his uh, arm cannon wants to do whatever it wants to do. I I didn't get that. So this must be part of the thing that Jane drew. Maybe he's, you know, I don't I don't know. He has some type of mild software issue. I'm not sure, but that was weird. Uh, what else happened in this episode? Oh, the Niles thing. I guess that was like a flashback. Ugh, that was gross too like uh, I'm you know some women have facial hair I I guess I can't be like I can't drag her about it but just like the fact that he was intimate with that cave lady and that's the only way I could describe her um I'm assuming she was you know some type of native in this world before you know evolution and it seems like she just stays hidden and she's um never ages she's uh immortal which is cool but just i don't know the whole thing this whole episode just was ugh, it was just too much i i don't even know if it furthered the plot i don't know i was really trying really hard to pay attention but after that hair eating guy i <laughs> I think my whole life was messed up and it is never going to be right again. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I did think it was kind of cool the way um, Victor, or I guess we call him Vic. Vic and uh, Rita were having their own little issues while we were inside Jane's head. Like that was kind of cool. I like that idea, but I feel like maybe they could have figured out something better. <sighs> I don't know. Um, I also got to point out that I, for the life of me, did not expect all of these people to be old as dirt. 
We know Niles was a grown ass man. He looked the exact same in 1913. So that that's over a hundred years ago. So that man is old. We know Jane's old, Rita's old, Larry's old. Like, dang, the youngest person in that house is Cliff. And he's a freaking robot. Like, what the F? Oh, I just, I don't know. Is, is, does somehow that native lady, her like immortality got to Niles and he can transfer it to other people? Because nobody's Asian in that house. And that is got to mean something oh and at least we I, I know we did get one answer because Christina you've been asking like so about his age for a longest time you have no idea how old Vic is we know when he killed his mom he was 18 so I'm assuming he's probably in his mid-20s by now um I don't think he was been cyborg for that long I don't know <sighs> I don't think I have anything else to say I don't know what Shy is going to feel about this, but I am very interested to see what she thinks because I, I can, I can, my mind can only stay on the one thing I keep talking about because it is absolutely disgusting. And I really, it wrecked my life, basically. And the rest of these episodes better be on point because if they made me watch that and the rest of these episodes are trash, I'm gonna write an angry letter and a dirty tweet and I'm gonna I'm gonna act like black twitter on them because that episode was rude like y'all nasty for that mess oh anyway that's all I got um I know there's something else I'm missing in this episode that's probably important but I told you in nauseam how I felt about this episode and why I can't remember nothing else so <laughs> I'm gonna end it here <laughs> Until next time, love, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic. Queen of the couch, Mimi out. That is Mimi with her feelings and opinions. On Mostly, she's trying to tell us that she sought medical attention for mental trauma after this episode. And I feel it. I understand. But what I don't understand or comprehend is that y'all bitches watched. <laughs> as soon as I saw him go in the damn bathroom i already knew what was coming so you thought i was actually about to watch what was about to go i didn't care what he was about to do with that hair i had a feeling it was either gonna be sexual or nasty as hell he was gonna have to i didn't figure i, I was like he gonna lick it it's gonna be something with his mouth that he's gonna do because he keeps licking his lips like he wants it in his mouth. That's what you do when you hungry. So he be thirsty for the beard. So I, I knew exactly once he got that damn thing and started looking through the drain that this is the time I need to go and take a bathroom break. Because I will not be watching any of that shit. Even the hair follicle scene. I was like, mm, no. And that was, le that was least unpleasant. Because it was only a hair follicle. So, I, yeah, that's on y'all. <laughs> and then, um, I did too. You are not the only one that thought, am I on the right episode? Because that was such unnecessary exposition for those three minutes. <laughs> I did not need it. And then I do kind of feel as if this episode was Ace Ventura. Like, in the jungle, the mighty jungle, the caveman. And to explain these old ass bitches that still look like they ain't cracked. Except 
for Victor or except for Larry but maybe just maybe we can help him in that situation in that department somebody just needs to give Cliff an upgrade like we can put his brain in a much more capable body y'all need to reach out to Silas I'm sorry if you keep hearing my chair I really try not to keep those in but at this point it's getting on my nerves and I'm tired of stopping to take out that creek it's frustrating for you and me question two and I just wrote good question <laughs> maybe you talk about the fountain of youth maybe that's where I was at and then yes knowing Vic's age for sure for certain yeah it's I mean yeah 25 I just met a 22 year old tonight and I was like fuck I ain't getting old and I know shy is like bitch kiss my ass but I don't care I still feel it and then my sister gonna tell me tonight, I'm not that much younger than you I'm like but you're younger and girl bitch you got your ass i mean you got your 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 life made she's like girl we ain't even married yet and i'm already over it i was like yeah because you you can't be married for 35 years and still like somebody i don't know if i believe in that type of love or if it exists in the same society in which it was a thing because the world has changed and it keeps changing and if if anything it's getting a little weirder regressing just a bit more on that in the next podcast possibly because <laughs> i do need to wherever else good podcasts can be found my social medias will be below remember to like share subscribe and if you have time run over to itunes and leave a review until the next time peace hair grease and black Eye magic